Okay, so the reason that I hold it from the bottom yep. is because if you hold like this bit, it heats up the wine too much. <laughs> I hate it so much. But my question... It's just the way I do things. But my question on that one is isn't red wine supposed to be like look warm yeah it's supposed to be like room temp i guess but i don't want to heat it up any more than that i'm not trying to sour this wine <laughs> i say that like it's good wine it's literally like the six pound bottle like campo Vale or whatever it's called the like, only <laughs> the only amount you should be spending on a bottle of wine if you spend no. any more than like seven pound you're a fucking <clears throat> chump man let's not go there <laughs> I've spent so much money on wine. Like, <laughs> even in the small amount of time that I've been drinking again, like, I've spent ridiculous amounts on, like, good bottles. You what's, know, like the, a nice what's the bottle. most you've spent on a bottle of wine since you started drinking again? It was, uh, it was a reasonable £24. It was good. <laughs> it was, like, some fucking, like, pet nat wine. So it was, like naturally fizzy some natural fucking bullshit i can't remember what it was called it was called like astral pig or something astral it was dynamite. Pig. yeah it was really good i enjoyed it um did, but did you enjoy it any more did you enjoy it how i can't do the mass right now you said 20 whatever so the difference between the six pound bottle of wine and the 20 whatever pound bottle of wine was there that much more of an enjoyment out of the two because you're yes. still going to sit there and you're still going to wolf that bottle of wine down in front of me. No, no, no. That's the difference. Because it is so expensive and like the way that the pe- the, the the vineyard makes it, um, it, it makes you not want to fucking guzzle it down. Because it's, it's like a proper fancy bottle, yeah. you know? Yeah. You're you, like, I'm not going to... You turn I'm not gonna... so much more European depending on how expensive the bottle of wine is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like on a Sunday... A Sunday, I like to treat myself to a nice, like, bottle of table cider. Like, some, like, real nice stuff. And it's, like, 17 quid a bottle. Yeah. And I, I, I and I'd, it's, like, no bigger than any other bottle of cider. It's, like, I don't know, like, like fucking, like a glass bottle. Yeah. A glass bottle. Yeah. Um, but the reason I do that is because it just, you don't want to wolf it down. But, you know, you get, like, a nice wee buzz at the end of it. And you're, like, hmm, delish. Mm, time I for bed. Yeah, you know me, like, I, I appreciate the way things are made and I appreciate the effort people go through to yeah to allow me to live out this really pretentious life that I have, is you a, know? No, it is, it is a fantasy. It is not a life. You live in a fantasy. I live in a fantasy, I do. <laughs> I'm some, in my head, I'm some sort of, like, really fucking well-spoken, well-worded, well-traveled, well-cultured struggling writer you know like that's it that's what's going on in my head like, when in reality i just like expensive bevy and sometimes i write words that are all right <laughs> you, all you do is you just wish you were in like a fucking ernest hemingway novel that's what you're doing you're trying to live that's that it. life just never read any ernest hemingway otherwise i would try and like be a total wank and like quote it but i can't so <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll start reading the classics. 
I've tried to I've tried to read like Jack Kerouac on the road like forty times. Yeah. And I get to I I like it's fine, you know, it's a good story, I enjoy it. Yeah. I've never finished it. But the reason I've never finished it is because it takes the kind of about forty minutes to describe what the stars look like. And, <laughs> and just say just say the stars were out, you know, like I I tried to read uh, like a uh, guy couldn't Latin. Uh, what was his name? Like Vladimir Nabokov or something. Like he was like another one of these like classic writers. Right. And I was trying to read. He had like thirteen short stories or a dozen sort of short stories or so- something in this book. Right. And I tried to read it and never got by the first one because again he spent so like he spent maybe three or four paragraphs describing what a hotel balcony looked like, and I was just like, man, get on with it, <laughs> like. What happens? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't need to know how like flowery and like whatever the fucking like balcony looked like. Just yeah. tell me, do you get the girl? You know, like that's <laughs> what I need to know. I need to know, do you get the girl? I don't care about anything else. <laughs> do you get your dick wet? That's all I'm here yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. Are you getting skin back? You know, <laughs> like that's what I need to know. <laughs> you are going to jail soon. You know that. Like for the words <laughs> going that you to jail. Say, for the words that you say, you're actually going to be arrested. Gonna get skin <laughs> back. Unbelievable. Anyway, hello. <laughs> Welcome Hi. to episode eleven of Dead End Friends. This has uh, already been five minutes and we've not even introduced ourselves. My name is Craig Jimison and with me is my half cut boy. Oh, Gary Gordon. I'm not half cut. I'm just chilling, you know. <laughs> it's been a Thursday. It's been a, a Thursday. A singular Thursday. I'm on my I'm on my way, you know. Right. But I'm not there. I've not arrived at the destination. You're on the way to merriment. Exactly. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling loose. Ask me anything. See what happens. Who knows? Uh, you've put me on the spot now. I don't have anything for you. Well, your time is up. No <laughs> point in going back to that. <laughs> Unfucking believable. I mean, we, you fucking chimed in right away as soon as this call started. And just the reason we're now have talked about wine for so long even though it's the worst is I had to watch you picking up the wine glass and being so confused with what your hand was doing I think you just uh, do it again look at that there you go look at that like yeah. you you all, almost come across as regal it's a prop imagine this right I'll set the scene it's a smoky night the cigarettes are making the room look nice and smell kind of <laughs> weird because of cigarettes here we go there's a there's a gentle buzz you know there's conversation everywhere you look across the room you see me and I'm just I'm holding court you know I'm talking I'm letting the people know what's happening in the world from my perspective they're not interested but for whatever reason they stick around so I'm using this glass and I'm just like pointing at people. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I really think that guy's a pedophile, but you know, no <laughs> one's ever gave me any sort of evidence. I just have this feeling about him. And you know, I just, uh, I'm never usually wrong about these things. <laughs> but the glass is like, the glass has got your attention the entire time. You didn't look at me once. You looked at the glass the entire time. And I know you did. Yeah, I looked at the it's glass a- the entire time because there's a high spill factor involved in that. You're flapping that thing around like it's a fucking flag. Didn't spill a drop. Didn't spill a drop. Would never. But now you're hypnotised. Now you're hypnotised. 
You're suckered in. You can't help but listen to the bullshit I'm about to spew. You know? I've been listening. That's just how it I've is. been listening to the bullshit for like 11 years. You don't need sucker me have. I'm already suckered in. I asked you to do a fucking podcast with me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. That's so gross. <laughs> anyway, Wayne is the worst. And let's move on from Wayne. Because I can't do it. It's horrible. Man. Okay. I found today, I was just doing my usual flicking through the Instagram and shit. And I found what I think could be the funniest video that has ever existed on the internet. Right? Oh my god. You don't need to see it for to appreciate how funny it is. It's just what the guy's saying in this video. But I laughed for like 14 minutes straight. This just killed me so much. So it's just a just a bald guy with a beard with headphones on just talking, right? It's not very long. But this fucking destroyed me. Oh, dude, you're so loud. Think about somebody, someone that comes to your mind right now, okay? Is there someone in your mind? Think about that person. Hold the image of them in your mind. In your mind, send them good fortune, send them happiness, and send them blessings. Did you try that? Now, I'm going to predict something. If you just did that, your life is going to be better, your next thought. You're going to be at a higher frequency. Try this. What kind of fucking hippy-dippy bullshit is that? If you think about a person, put a person in your brain, think about that person, send them good fortune and good blessings, and you will be functioning at a higher frequency. Okay. This guy's huffing so much glue, it's unbelievable. I hope that guy is listening to me, or thinking about me, and instantly wants to give me 10 thousand pounds <laughs> because that's the only way i'm gonna be feeling on a higher frequency you know i'm not gonna think about someone and be like mm, have all these good thoughts have all these good thoughts and then just be like mm, my next thought is gonna be a good one yeah <laughs> that's, uh, that's also man how the thing that blew my mind right is this guy's obviously trying to say it is like let's make the world a better place let's all love each other and make the world a better place but how fucking at the end of the day how fucking selfish is that I'm going to send you good fortune. I'm going to send you these blessings because I deserve more. I deserve to be on a higher frequency. Like, you're only doing it for the payback, but also at the same time, it's all bullshit. Talking about sending people fucking good vibrations, bro. Like, this isn't fucking burning, man. Like, you're you're sitting in a (laughs) studio that you probably spent way too much money on trying to produce music and then just feeding people your psycho babble bullshit. It, I didn't stop laughing for minutes and minutes. <laughs> for minutes and minutes. No, it's I get it, you know. Um, at our core, we're all very selfish human beings. Uh, I'm going to think about you and send you thoughts and prayers every night. Um, just in the hope that my life is a little bit better. I don't care about your life. <laughs> You can have those hopes and prayers. <laughs> I just want the good times. Yeah. I, that's all. I want nothing but good times. That shit absolutely blew my mind when I heard it. Ugh. But. What? You know. I guess he's trying to be nice. Is he though? Like he is. Yeah. 
my happiness is paramount you know like there, there is nothing more important in the world than my happiness uh-huh. because if i'm happy more often than not the people that surround me are happy and not because i'm just like 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 sending out all my good vibes i just mean like if i'm in a good mood and um there's people around me more often than not i'm gonna be nicer to them yeah i'm gonna make them feel better you know so i think you've got to be a little bit selfish that way like you've got to think that you are more important than everyone else because really that's all you've got you know is yourself if you don't have that then it starts within yeah something like that basically now this is a pyramid scheme podcast um so (laughs) i am the most important pay me more money and i'll tell you why and then you can tell your friends why that is the way it is and now we get to tell everyone about our patreon sign up for the patreon today (laughs) imagine not yet we will sell out eventually eventually um i don't know Imagine, imagine someone paid us for this bullshit. That'd be so funny. I would honestly stop trying so hard on here. I would just be laughing, thinking there's people giving me money. Do you think you try hard? You don't try try harder than I want to. We don't try hard on this. We're not doing anything. We're sitting here. I show up. Is that? Is that? Well, I suppose that is. You know, a lot to take. It is, I cleared my schedule for this, you know? <laughs> like, every week, religiously, just... I what do nothing on this one night. Oh, man, I'm a really busy guy, right? you know? Okay. I just have stuff I th- always <laughs> going on. I just, just have so loads many of, like, things. I, I got lots of, like, money-making schemes, you know? Like, pay me some money, I'll tell you more about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up today and I'll tell you all about it. I would love to start a pyramid scheme. I don't know what it'd be on, though. I remember one time we had a client come into the shop. He's an old client. He doesn't come in anymore. Yeah. Um, And he was, like, talking about how he was, like, self-employed and a business owner and entrepreneur. He used that word and I hated him for it. Um, And <laughs> I was like, so what is it? He's like, oh, it's, like, some sort of, like, skincare thing. I was like, oh, fucking sick. Cool. It was like... Oh, do you get, like, do you, like, make the products yourself? Do you, like, uh, is it, like, all, like, funded through you kind of thing? And he was like, no, no, I get it off of a company who send it to me and then I distribute it throughout, like, my employees and they sell it on. And I was like, oh, like a pyramid scheme then? And he was like, no, 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 it's not a pyramid scheme. I was like, bro, that's a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Like, you buy from one person and then you disperse to the other people who have paid you for that. Yeah. Pyramid scheme <laughs> and he was pretty offended by it he, oh, he really? came in a couple of times like yeah afterwards and i was like i, I kind of like said the same thing i was like I, I don't think it's a daft thing like I, i'm not like shitting on you like your money making like whatever get that paper like yeah it is what it is as long as no one's getting hurt you know and if they are make sure they ask for it you know like that's that's the way i look at it as, you can make money in any sort of way as long as it's all good on every side yeah you know but he took real offence to it, which I can't understand. I the pyramid scheme is... They've, just got a, they've got a bad rap. So people may yeah, get offended. They they've got a bad rap. But I don't know enough about them. All I... Like, my definition of a pyramid scheme is, like, Avon. Surely Avon is a pyramid scheme. Was was he selling Avon? Was that what it was? Did he try and I'll sugarcoat ask, it? I'll like, ask my mum. 
Oh, did your mum sell it? My mum. My mum sells Avon. Amazing. She fucking loves it as well. <laughs> She's got something to do, you know. It's class. It's been a long year. So now she sells skincare. <laughs> yeah. I've known so many people in my life that do it. If anyone wants anything, let me know and I'll pass on a message, you know. <laughs> You're going to take some commission from that? We out here hustling, you know. Technically, like, technically it's my it's sale. Just... I did it through the podcast. We'll set up a banner and shit. <laughs> Fuck. She can be a part. She can be a partner. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it go, man. Absolutely. Speak to go. my financial uh, <laughs> advisor. <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> Jesus, redonk. You're coughing a lot tonight already. I know, right? man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. You man. got the, you got the vid. No, I had to do a test yesterday. Actually, did you do one today? No continually do them <laughs> just every four seconds take another goddamn test now we all had to take one yesterday because we were like i mean the fucking last episode we were like oh you know everything's starting to fucking open back up things are going back to normal and then glasgow, <laughs> mwap, glasgow mwap, just mwap. Went fucking nowhere the rest of scotland open up and then us and like one island somewhere fucking stayed closed but our our <laughs> area is like supposedly really fucking bad like, we're the bad people. We're the bad people. We've been doing it really bad. You can so, get your vax now, though. Yeah, I've got... We're getting our first dose. Emma's getting hers next week. And then I'm getting mine in, like, fucking three weeks. See, because that bitch has got, like, fucking 13 months on me. She got hers so much earlier than me. <laughs> That's amazing. Fucking furious. Um, so we all, like... We all get tests sent to us being like, Yo, check yourself. Make sure you're all good. But it came back negative. Like, we don't fucking go out. Do you know what I mean? I dropped one off at school. That's true. I dropped one off at school and then I come home and I work. And then I turn my computer off and then I watch fucking Dexter and then go to sleep. Like, I don't do anything. We don't go anywhere. We don't fucking socialise or anything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it's like... No. It's fucking... It's... <sighs> I'm just getting to that point now where it's like... I don't want to listen to what I'm, to what the government and stuff are saying anymore because I just get really bummed out when it doesn't happen. So I'd actually, yeah. I'm actually at the point now where I'd just rather not know. Just like yo, see in like a six months time, let me know what's happening. Like I don't, <sighs> I just like you set yourself up and you set yourself up and you get stoked and you're like fuck man, everything's gonna start opening back up and then just like one thing turns around and you just like. Me and Emma, we just felt so fucking let down, you know? It's just like, oh, we're fi- finally getting getting out. And I mean, like, we had to go to a wedding at the weekend. And we were like, fuck. Me and, me and Emma had, like, a full-blown fucking, like, scream fit in here at each other. Because we properly fell out about it. Because we were like, don't know if we can go. It wasn't like, neither of us were being shit. It was just like, we both got really stressed out. And it turned into a fucking, a proper tizzle. We didn't speak to As each other was. until, like, the next day and shit. But it was like neither of us were mad at each other we were just mad at the situation and we were stressed about shit but we contacted the hotel and stuff that were holding it and they were like no it's it's fine like you're still permitted to come up um like you still fit within the the rules that has been laid out by the government as much as the area you're coming to is in a different level from you like it's fine don't worry about it um so we kind of made where we're like stressed about it but still fucking went because it was like whatever 
closest friends get were getting married and it was like all an outdoor ceremony and shit and uh yeah but it's just uh, i i think that was probably that might if that didn't happen that probably would have fucking broke us do you know what i mean it's like if we couldn't actually get to yeah that go way. and let off some steam yeah like that because that, let's face it that's what it's coming down to now yeah is, um like you guys have been working through this entire thing you've obviously got the kids and all that kind of stuff is the, one of the greatest parts of working is not working you know like you get to your you get to your weekends or you get to your holidays and stuff and you're like you know what i can't wait to do whatever i want to do yeah so now like for the past year you've not been able to do that because obviously there's been restrictions like all over the shop yeah so like you're pent up a little bit you know like everyone's just looking forward to doing something yeah um it's it's really tough man like I tr- like I'm very similar to you in like the respect that I don't really listen much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, my other friend Craig, um, he just he every like, every time there's an announcement or anything that changes, he almost sends me through like a bullet point thing of what I can and can't do, and I'm like, right. chest kiss, right, fucking okay. perfect, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I need. <laughs> um, but it's just like different scale you know like me and shanna had a had a, a booking for like the gate in town mm-hmm. that fancy cocktail bar that we fucking love and i was just looking forward to going there and just like seeing how many cocktails i could drink in two hours yeah like because last time i went i think i spent like over 100 quid <laughs> just for the two of us <laughs> and like last time i went like i was still definitely trying to impress yeah 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 you were fucking swishing that cash around, boy. Oh, man, I gave them a 25 quid tip at the end of the night. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course they did. But do you know what? They fucking deserve it. They're such a great bar. Yeah. Like, it, it's so cool. Like, we were just sat there drinking these real fancy cocktails. And, like, just over, like, the speakers, I could hear, like, the far side playing. I was like, cool, man. This is the vibe. <laughs> but it was just, like, 90s hip-hop. And I was yeah. like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. Like... It, it it was just cool. It's a cool place. Like it's in the middle of the barras. It doesn't look like it should be there, um, but it's class. I absolutely love it. Uh, my friend Danny uh, works there. Uh, he used to sing in Number then. Yeah. Uh, he does. Uh, he does the menus and shit, and he's real good at his job. He's really fucking interested in booze, and I get more interested in booze because of him. Because every time he posts something, I'm like, that looks delicious what is it yeah. oh don't know what that is how much is it oh not paying that way too much but i'll come to your fancy bar and you can make me one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're doing all the work man as long as you're doing all the work i'll pay you for it yeah that's how that works yeah all good yeah i i, I definitely was man it was just like the thinking of the opportunity of finally just breaking out of what we've had to do and what everybody's had to do for nearly a year and a half you know it was just getting to go and do something that was familiar but not familiar because i mean like me and emma we're not big drinkers particularly we don't really drink a lot like we'll maybe have a can or two but we don't really get steaming like we don't get drunk um because, I mean, we all know what happens when fucking Emma gets drunk. Turns into absolute mm-hmm. cannon. So, but that mm-hmm. happened again. Do you know what I mean? We were at this wedding. We were like, 
Look at the kids, man. Don't really need to worry about anything. And then, so we, we, there was like the kind of the dinner bit, and the father of the bride did like a, they need to do like the speech and stuff. So he got a couple, said a couple of things. Everybody, you know, being being polite, you know, giving them a clap and that. And at the end of it, he's like, "Oh, by the way, it's a free bar tonight." And the whole it was it was like fucking it was like Woodstock, you know what I mean? Everybody Shut fucking up. everybody on their feet. Yeah, it's a fucking Jimmy Hendrix who <laughs> just walked on stage. This is a room full of people from like you're either from Port Glasgow, Greenock, or Campbellton, and they all have their drink. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So everybody's like, ah, "Fuck!" Oh yes. my god! Even the fucking Waynes that are like three that are there, fucking morn, get the fucking shots, it boys. So there was like <laughs> fucking shots of Mad- what's that horrible shit that green shit Maduri and then there's like oh Maduri every yes. every type of shot was getting thrown out from this the I mean the people that worked there were honestly amazing because you could tell that they've been quiet for so long yeah no I bet man there. and the like some of the people that were working there were like doing shots with us and shit because they were just like shut up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that is so sick. That's amazing, man. Uh, so it was a proper blowout. Um, and it was, it was just so nice to just like fucking do something that was just so different to what we've all dealt with for so long, you know? It was just. Uh, I'll be reminiscing about that for fucking months now because. I mean, I can't tell you the next time we'll be... Oh, well, I mean, it'll be fucking Sammy Boy's wedding, won't it? What, next year? <laughs> yeah, that'll be the next blowout I have, i tell you right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, the next blowout you have, for sure. <laughs> I've not been to a wedding, like, in a while. I don't remember the last wedding I was at. Johnny and Sasha's? No, I was at a wedding after that. Um. Yeah, I was at a wedding after that. I think it was the same year, actually. Right. Okay. Um. Well, that was down south, and it was a different vibe. Yeah. I was very awkward about the entire situation because I was sober. Yeah. Um. <laughs> as I spoke to this girl all night, um, she was just at, like at the wedding. She was um, she was like the plus one of my ex's friend. Right. Um and. She was like, she was so much fun. She was class. Uh, so she was a stripper, but she was like a nurse or a nursing student. Nice. Um, and she was just having the best time. Um, I watched her make a young boy fall in love with her. <laughs> like, cause she knew what she was doing. Yeah. You know, she was a really good looking girl. Um, and um, she was just like, whispering in his ear and stuff and i was just like this young boy thinks he's getting something yeah but she's just told me that she's got like a son and a man at home and she's just here to have fun and i was like this is class yeah like fully class they went outside together and then came back in and she was wearing his jacket and like she sat back down next to me and he was at the other end of the the table yeah and uh, i just kind of looked at her and i was like you don't have a jacket with you do you and she was like no she was like you were just cold outside weren't you and she was like yeah i was like fucking knew it you saw him wear a big massive pea coat and you thought i'm having that it'll be warm outside <laughs> I, honestly it was insane like this young boy must have been i don't know i think he was like 19 or 20 and this girl can't even remember her name i think she was like 
I don't know, like ages with me, maybe a couple of years older. Uh-huh. So she knew so she knew what she was doing. Yeah. She was telling me some wild stories. Like it was insane. Um but I power to her. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. It was class. Yeah. But yeah, that that wedding was weird. Just because I was sober and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I hadn't been to a wedding like that I wasn't like, I didn't know people at, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so the wedding before that was Johnny and Sasha's and it was a great time because I knew literally every single person in the room. Yeah. And then I go to this other wedding and I'm like, oh, I know like five people. There's like a <laughs> hundred odd people here. Oh my God, this is so awkward. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Sammy's is what I'm saying. Oh. I can't wait to go and just be surrounded by, again, everyone I know and then like the parts of Sammy's family I don't know. Yeah. And then I get to make a fool of myself. <laughs> Because we've already had this conversation where we're going to have, like, half bottle of bucket each before oh, the, yeah. the ceremony. For sure. Like, we're sh- I am we're for sure going to get Sammy's dad so crunk. It's going to be insane. <laughs> Me and the big man are going to be outside just puffing on cigars. <laughs> we're going to be having a great time. I'm like, Aldo. Yeah, man. Your, ba- your baby boy. Your baby boy's made it. Can you believe it? <laughs> And he's just going to not be able to give me one single word. I want to get him that drunk. <laughs> I think he's up for it, man. I reckon he is. I, would, I think he would be game. He just, I feel like he's the kind of guy. He's like he's quite calm. He's quite to himself. He's quite confident. I, but I feel like he's the kind of guy where you just... All you need to do is you just put a shot down in front of him and you just give him a look. Yeah. But then I say... Also, wash your credit card number because you have more money than me. <laughs> like, you're buying. <laughs> I'm going to get you drunk, but you're paying. <laughs> I'm going to get you drunk with your money. <laughs> it's a victimless crime, man. You know, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I've got no, I've got another wedding uh, this year. Um, That'll probably be the first wedding that I go to where... Again, I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I probably won't make a fool of myself at that one. Um, probably. But probably. I might. I might. You mm. never know. You never know. Dano. I might have one wee Van Rouge too many, and then I'm fucked. Gonzo. Yep. Somebody's, somebody's getting called a slag is what's <laughs> happening. Like just, someone I don't even know. <laughs> You're just calling yourself it in the mirror. You fucking yeah. slag. Exactly. Do uh, I know yeah, the it's... Um, I think you do, Jack Sullivan. Yeah, uh, used to yeah. Play in famous, world famous Sterling metalcore band, BTS. Burn the Sunset. BTS, you mean yeah, the B- K-pop band? BT- yeah, the K-pop band from Sterling. <laughs> 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 yeah, BTS. No, I can't wait. Um, I truly love Jack more than most people. Yeah, and he's one of these people that I don't speak to very often. I only see him nowadays when I cut his hair. Uh-huh. He like travels through to Glasgow for it early in the morning on a Saturday. Okay, and like he just like we just chat, and it's like the same patter he's had for like the last ten years. <laughs> he's just never changed, and it's honestly one of my favorite things. I just love how like true to himself he is. You know, he's, he's just like very. This is what I find funny, and you will now laugh at. Yeah, it. yeah, he's very unapologetically himself. I think Aye. that's why I I was I mean I didn't know him very well, but I was always very drawn to him when I did see him because he is just like oh. 
I don't really give a shit. I'm just gonna do what I'm doing, and I'm gonna. And he's a love he's a minute. he's a ball of energy too. You know, yeah. like he um he was always the loudest in the room, but also didn't really say much. Like he's an anomaly of a human being, <laughs> an actual enigma. Um, he's great. He's great, man. He's some boy. It is. It makes me feel weird. Like all my friends are getting married and stuff now. Yeah. Why does it make, like why you, does it make the, you feel weird? I don't know, cause I'm older than most of them, and I'm like, I keep like looking back, and I'm like, should I have done something else? Like, what's happened? No. Like, and I know that life moves at different like speeds for everyone, uh-huh. but you know, you have those moments where you're just like, did I fuck it up? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> I think we you know? all know. I think we all know the answer to that. The answer is no. Of course you didn't. No. Of, of course, course you not. What's for you won't go by. You know that kind of stuff. Not even. Not even um, doing that whole fucking noodle soup, chicken soup, whatever it is for the soul bullshit. Like you just like everybody's lives are so different. This is something that like I was. I I it gets on my nerves if I'm being honest. But I try and not let it because <clears throat> it's a dumb thing to be annoyed at. I see when people kind of go like, oh man, can't believe like you've got two kids and you've got a wife. Like you just seem to have your shit together. And I'm just like, how does that, how does th- that thing, those things equate having my shit together? It's like, you don't know how much I am hanging on by a thread. Just because I've got kids and a wife doesn't mean that I have any kind of shit together. It's that but it's the American dream, isn't it? Like it's yeah. But I'm Scottish, man. I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. That, keeping up with the Joneses, whatever you want to call it, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's the way that everything has been laid out for years and years and years before us. Yes. You know, it was always, you have, you get, you, you get the job, you get married, you get the kids, yep. you, blah, blah 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 blah. That's just the way that people do things, and it's definitely instilled in all of our minds. Yeah, not so much yours because you are the most punk rock human being of all time, <laughs> and like you just don't do anything by the book, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, if you were to look at the book of me, then you it would be like, well, he, he must have on paper. I went by the book because I do have the kids, and the wife and shit. But it's like, if. Uh, I don't know what it is. It all comes down to like, for me, it came down to when I met Emma. Right. Like, I truly believe, and I've had this conversation with her, where if Emma hadn't come into my life at the point that she did, because I knew who she was before we started seeing each other. And there was actually a point in time where it could have happened earlier something could have happened earlier between us and it didn't oh, damn. and i genuinely think that if it had happened at that point this wouldn't be my life right now i don't think that it would have been right for either of us at that point in time i genuinely yeah. think that the two of us came into each other's lives at a really weird time that worked so well and has it has made it work for so long because we've been together for wow. like eight years this year yeah and it doesn't honestly it doesn't f- feel like i've been with her for eight years do you know what i mean i'm still learning you're shit starting about her. to sound you're starting to sound like a bad 2000s rom-com man. <laughs> like <laughs> i don't give a fuck yeah. matthew mcconaughey turned down this role that i am doing right now because he didn't want to do rom-coms anymore right that's true 
genuinely we it was like we were both in limbo do you know what i mean yeah and yeah. it just kind of i randomly messaged her on tumblr and, and now we're we've been married for six years but i think it does come down to that it's it, a lot of it does come down to just preference at the end of the day like because i never would have thought that i would i mean like up until i did actually get married there was a part of me that was like <coughs> i don't know if i will get married i don't yeah. know if, I, if that is for me and yeah that's not a bad thing to believe that's not a bad thing to see for your future i, I don't know i don't understand the value system that we have in our society where you're only valued as a human being that has made it if you get married and have children and do the normal thing that really and really gets to me because people will <clears throat> go against their better interests and they will go against what they actually want to do to fit into that mold to fit into that idea of making it as a human being and then eventually they realize the mistake they've made and then they're fucking miserable for their entire life because they didn't do what made them feel right they did what they had been told was right yeah either that or then they like they get to that point and they 180 completely and they become like an absolute wreck of a human being you know like they're like oh these are all the things I missed out on. I'm going to do all of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's also dangerous. That was a big rant. It was a big I rant. cool off a little bit now. Man, you're the guy that got married. Let's not get fucking upset at everyone else. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you had the kids. You did everything, you know? You're the one with the corporate job. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm Ugh. I'm the one in thousands of pounds worth of debt and is still renting their home at nearly thirty. I'm doing good, man. All good. It's the American dream, baby. You know. <laughs> it's fucking. You came to this country with nothing but good times. You know, like you had nothing else. That's all. You're like I'm here for the good times. I'm here for the good times. I'm here for the vibes, bro. I'm here to give. I'm here to send people good thoughts good frequencies so i can get myself to that higher frequency that's all i'm here for man i'm sending people good vibes i'm sending them blessings and i'm just waiting for myself to reap the rewards of when everybody's sending them back to me oh you're such a self-righteous cunt i hope you know (laughs) yup yup forever and ever (laughs) but yeah it it does make me feel weird like obviously i've like i'm just about to tick off one step of the the completing life game yep where i bought a house Woofed. but everything else doesn't seem like it's like i'm there you know i was actually talking like me and shanna were talking about this the other day mm-hmm. and we were talking about how like when we were kids we were like oh by the time i'm 30 years old i'm gonna have it all yeah you know yeah i'm gonna really understand shit and here i am 28 years old and i get upset with a man for not telling me things that i need to <laughs> you know like i'm like why why can't you just tell me the things i need to know <laughs> you talking about jesus again nah i'm talking about that fucking prick of a mortgage advisor <laughs> i hate him so much man it's nearly over man 
It's nearly over. I can't wait to never talk to this prick ever again. <laughs> I mean, I can understand where your your feelings come from. Like we have been brought up, and like we said, we have been brought up in a world where that you need to do the things that we're told to do, and we need to follow the things yeah. that we're, we're meant well, to follow. This is, but you do. This is the kid, other thing. Man, you, when you're a kid, you do have like. I mean, I remember looking at people who are my age when I was a kid, being like, "Oh my god, they're fucking old." But it's like you actually get to this age, and you're yeah. like, "Oh man, I'm not actually that old." I don't actually know. No, I don't I know when I'm going to feel like old. a baby half the time. A baby. <laughs> a baby. <laughs> like, yeah, like. I don't know when I'm... Right. I feel old, okay? I feel like an actual old man. Yeah. But I am not there. But that's just because I'm a grumpy bastard. Yeah. Like, I'm just... I'm super grumpy. I look at young people and I go, ugh, why? <laughs> TikTok. Like, every time. I can't help it. Like, I'm just like, mm, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. You don't know a thing about the world that I know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then I'm like... I get back home and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what is actually happening? Um but I, I look at like I don't know I, I look at these kids and I'm just like you look at me as if I've got something you know yeah like the, even just the students whose hair that I cut like a lot of the students that I cut the hair of first and second year at uni so they're what like 18, 19, yeah. 20 sometimes yeah. so like and like they'll book like the first appointment in the morning and they're like oh I'm so sorry for getting you out of bed man and I was like oh would have been here anyway bro like this is the shift this is my job and then they're like they're like, oh, what time? What time are you in until? And I'm like, oh, six o'clock. And like, oh, that's such a long day. And I'm like, oh, son, you're gonna have a hard life. <laughs> like if you think that <laughs> the normal times that people work is a hard time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Big man. Big man. Big man. <laughs> you're in trouble. But we all you're in real trouble. we all had that pure naivety when we were kids, and we were when mm-hmm. we were that young. I mean, I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't go I went to uni for one year when I was like hella older I didn't go uni at like the prime time when you're supposed to go to uni I didn't go to college or anything I finished six, I finished the final year of high school and I went straight into a job but mm-hmm. I went straight into a job that was a proper fucking cakewalk like I <laughs> my fucking oh my god this is pure take me back my first job Jesus my first job was to sit in a in a an office with no windows right it was practically a dungeon that we worked in it was in brigton so you know all about dungeons when you're working or coming for brigton yeah my fucking hood yeah i might try i can't even remember the name of where it was so i could like try and give you a, ter- a frame of reference but this place had no windows it was like a fucking giant like shutter door you had to go through to get into it it was like straight out of fucking resident evil that's every day you're starting <laughs> in like barren wasteland. I mean, there was a good fucking burger van next to it, so everything was fine. So you, no windows. You walk in the place, punch a code in to get in the door, and I sat at a desk, and I literally took big, massive piles of paper from here, and put them into a machine over here, and then hit a button on a computer and waited for all the pieces of paper to go through the machine. <laughs> and it's the computer scanned them and made them electronic and then i then gave those electronic files to another guy i worked with and then they went on from there that was my job for like six years i was just like ka-dunk 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 like that's insane it was 
like looking back at it it was the easiest fucking job the easiest fucking job like yeah. it evolved into more i ended up looking after the warehouse and shit and ended up doing fucking projects for like the nhs and shit so it was pretty cool like it did get a little bit bigger but essentially the essentials of my job if you were to look at the job role was take the paper from there put it there press the button you're done go home for the day they only paid you because they hadn't invented that robot yet like that's (laughs) that is what happens there (laughs) oh my goodness and they just they just like watched me for six years being like right we've nailed it we'll just mimic everything this guy does so there's like a long-haired scrawny robot somewhere in canvas lang now scanning bits of paper <laughs> and like an old b&b <laughs> that's just replaced me just listening to fucking <clears throat> circus survive on loop because that's all i listened to when i was working there that's all i did just <laughs> he- it was just headphones on it was like circus survive or it was like fucking what other bullshit did i listen to the chariot fucking playing i'm just sitting there like actual rocking in my chair like i was an insane person fucking waiting for my paper to go through the machine and the guy behind me trying to talk to me and i'm just like nah nah mate no the day pal i was like oh man <laughs> i did i did love that place because it was like you had to be you had to be insane to work there because yeah. it was so mundane but because we were all insane it was so much fun to work there because there was like a, there was a guy that worked there. His name was Stephen, but for four years I worked there for six years. So until the final two years I was there, I didn't know his name was Stephen. I called Amazing. I called him Hank for four fucking years. Jesus Christ! And then I found out that his name was Stephen, and I was like, Did Did you have a reason for thinking he was called Hank? Or you just, everyone like, that was the name everyone called him Hank everyone called him hank i was like <laughs> that must be his name why would i think otherwise everybody called him hank and then one day it's a good theory i like that one day well i can't remember who it was but he was just like oh i think he had something on his desk that was like a paper a letter or something i was like who the fuck is steven is that just me mate <laughs> matt no it's no <laughs> <laughs> you're hank you talking about <laughs> So I called this motherfucker for Hank for four fucking years, not realizing that wasn't his actual name. So right away, he was insane. He is the minute he got paid. So we got told when we get paid by like the person who paid us coming down the stairs and being like, "By the way, your wages are in." The second that happened, he was out the door and he ran to the nearest like bank or hole in the wall and took all of his money out of his account like what? every fucking penny and then he handed it to his missus to go and pay the bills and shit <laughs> like he was, was he just like reckless and he was like not trusted to have that money i think it was like he kept he literally kept he gave the money to pay the bills so probably it was like a trust thing like you're gonna blow your money and he kept like a pot of money for himself literally just to go to the off license down the street and buy as many bottles of buckfast as he could that week <laughs> hank what a guy honestly it was it was so insane so insane that's the that's the thing that i do miss about working in places like that is you just meet the most fucking incredibly mental people and like by the oh, time yeah. 
by the time I left that place, we had this big warehouse where we stored like all the paper. So if we were, if it was waiting to get scanned or we were holding it for some day or we were waiting for it to get destroyed or whatever. And then by the time I had left, half of it was being rented out to like a, um, what's that thing that we we watch on? You can watch on the telly. It's like the fucking American Pickers. Yeah. So it was like a warehouse that American Pickers would come into. So there was like stuffed deer and like old car parts and shit like all over this warehouse. But the people who were like renting the warehouse from my boss who owned the warehouse, they didn't actually care about the stuff that was there. So you would just like walk in one day (laughs) and they had just thrown more shit into this fucking... What? It was fucking mental. There was definitely like a deer's head, like a stuffed deer's head. And then there was like a, it looked like a fucking hyena or some shit, like life-sized. It must have been from like an old museum or something. And I didn't realize it was there. So I'm fucking driving about in my wee forklift, trying to get a pallet down from a fucking, from a fucking shelf. And I turn around and I think a dingo is going to fucking eat me because this thing's just standing. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking like standing at the end of the fucking runway. And I didn't fucking realize it was there. Oh man. Oh no! It was insane. It was so insane. Oh. I've never really had a job like that, though. Like, I would love to have had a job like that. The job, the only job that I've had that was similar to that was working in the hotel. Yeah. Because hotels are weird places. <laughs> Already. Like, let's let's just break it down. <laughs> it is a building you pay money to to sleep. Yeah. What? But anybody can pay like, that money to sleep there. That's yeah, the kicker. anyone can pay that if money. If you have that money, it's, you can stay. Doesn't matter who you are. It's weird. Yeah. So I, like, worked the event side of things. And uh, I was a waiter. And I never really got to meet many people, like, out and about. Like, uh, like customers. Right. They were there. And I took their orders. And then they gave me stonking tips because <laughs> I was class at my job. <laughs> um Stonks. But the um stonks. Um the people that worked there were so strange. Mainly students. A lot of them were like nursing students, so they had like been on placement and stuff for like twelve hours prior to coming in to Fucking do this twelve hour shift at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Like they were just nuts so and they were all from the islands and stuff, right. you know, or the like, islands and highlands, they were all fucking mad. Yep. Um and, like, I loved those people, you know, because they were just batshit. Yeah. Because a lot of them, for a long time, lived on the islands and then the highlands and didn't really see the city much. Yeah. You know? So, like, they came to the city and everything was there. They were like, oh, I'm going to do all of it <laughs> at once. <laughs> it, was, it was insane, man. Like, I... Yeah. I remember, like, so I used to work events, but then... A lot of times I would go on to do night shift right after. So I'd start at 2 p.m. Uh-huh. And then I'd work till 2, p- 2 a.m. In the event side of things. And then I'd go on to do night shift, which was on until 7 a.m. so gross. But I worked like 34 hours in two days, you know? Yeah. Like I worked like someone's full working week in two days. Yeah. Um, so, but there was, all, there was this fucking guy, Kevin. Jesus Christ, I'll never forget <laughs> He was so shy at his job. Yeah. He was 
the worst. And he just went night shift, like, because no one wanted to let this creature to speak to normal people. <laughs> um, and he would just, like, he would do all these tasks, but he would do them, like, really slowly or shitty. Right. So he would never really get asked to do them again. Yeah, classic. But it was only him and one other boy who fucking worked there. So they always did, <laughs> like, they did every job all the time. Yeah. Just bad. <laughs> and like, whenever he was, I was working with him, he was like, I showed you this. And he'd take out his phone and he'd like, show me a video of his grandson, like, air guitar into ACDC. And I was like, I, Kev, you showed me this before. <laughs> I still don't care. And he was just always greasy, always oily. I was just like, what's wrong? Like, get some better skincare. Like, what the fuck is this? And then there was the other old guy that worked there called called Callum. Kevin and Callum. What a team. Yeah. Uh, staff night out was Callum's big blowout. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So like, the entire hotel was there apart from like the managers. The managers always worked the bar and stuff and were your waiters that night because we worked for them for all that year. So That's pretty cool. They, yeah. yeah, it was nice. It was nice of them to do it. They still got paid, so whatever. Like, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> So after the after the staff nights out, like we'd always end up going to like the casino or something. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember, <laughs> remember this one year we were walking up Sucky Hall Street, heading towards the casino that used to be up on Sucky Hall Street. Yeah. Um, and Callum, I, I don't even know what age Callum was. He could have been early forties. He could have been late sixties. <laughs> like, there was no real grasp on his actual age. Yeah. I just remember him walking up the road in front of us and stopping and turning around. He goes. I've got the fags, I've got the drugs, where's the fucking party? <laughs> and we were just looking at him, we are like, we are going to the casino for another couple of drinks, don't know where you're going. <laughs> like, he came with us, and obviously like ditched the, he, he ditched the drugs and all that before we got to the casino. Uh-huh. But he was like, I don't even know what he was doing, but he was just sweating the entire night. I was like, that shirt was white when you first arrived, it's now see-through. <laughs> like... What are you doing? It's like a mesh tank top. But... <laughs> yeah. And he would always just be like dancing and stuff. And then you'd see him the next night at work. Because we'd have to work the next day because yeah. hotels are evil. Horrible. Um, And he'd always just be like right back to like his normal grumpy self. And I was like, oh. So that last night was just a one-off. Yeah. Just a one-off that you were fun. Yeah. Insane. He comes out to play once a year. He's like the yeah, boogeyman. I- I do miss the hotel, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like I, I loved working there because you just got to make money and do a job. It, it wasn't easy. Being a waiter is not an easy job. Like I don't care what anyone says. You're on your feet all day. You're having to deal with absolute assholes. Yeah. You have, the arm strength that I amassed when I worked in the hotel <laughs> was unreal. You know, like just lifting like empty glasses like on this tray. I was like, Rah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I missed it because it was so fast-paced. Yeah. Like, you would start at 2pm, and then before you knew it, you were going home. Yeah. it was We called, we called it, like, job and finish, because the job lasted for as long as it lasted, and then you went home. Mm-hmm. There was no real, there was no real, like, end time. There was no shift. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd go in, you'd get the briefing for what the night was, they would tell you when dinner was being served when they expected this, that, and the next thing, if there was going to be speeches and all that kind of stuff. And you'd all be standing there waiting, just going, fucking, please tell me it's a midnight finish. Please tell me it's a midnight yeah. finish. And then you'd be like, 
and the bar's open till 2 a.m. And you're like, oh, no, <laughs> can I believe it? <laughs> and you'd end, you'd end up there till 3 a.m., yeah. you know, like, because you had to tidy up the entire place, you had to do all the glasses, you had to make sure there was the right amount of stock for the next day. Yeah. Oh, it was a nightmare. But it was also class, like, like there was, because you were all doing the same shitty job, you all had this, like, real, like, us and them yeah. mentality. Brothers in arms. I, yeah, it was class. Like, everyone did everything for everyone else. If you saw someone struggling with a table, it was like, you'd whip around and you'd get the glasses all cleared and you would just do stuff because that was just the way you did it. Yeah. Like, at the time, most of the people who worked there were students. I was a student. I was studying to do hair. And, um... Everyone was just a little bit stressed, and anything we could do to make everyone not feel as stressed was good. Yeah, I still see some of the people. Like a couple of people live around about me. Oh, really? Um, that were there, and I ignore them <laughs> so hard. I was like, that <laughs> that time in my life is over. <laughs> Therefore, you are dead to you, me. <laughs> you mean nothing to me. But you are the, nothing. Everybody, I think everybody needs to have a job like that. You know that job that just like yeah. you just find your chops, you know? Like you just um you need to be in a job where you you just you get to deal with like insane people. It's a weird job. Like Yeah, you need a job that, that kinda instills a bit of character building in you, you know? Yeah. Like and it will you set need to you like up. come out of it on the other side. Yeah, you need to come out the other side and be like, I'm going to be nothing like you when I grow <laughs> up. You know? <laughs> but you need jobs like that. Yeah, man. I'm, I mean, like you, how long were you at the hotel for? Uh, three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. See, there needs to, you need to be there for a, a while. I mean, I, I definitely stayed there too long. I stayed in that job for six years. But it was because it was like, yeah. it was so comfortable. And then, for sure the first kid went and ruined it because i was like oh i don't have any money cool i need a job that pays me more <laughs> that's literally the only fucking reason why i left see if it wasn't for the fact that i was poor i wouldn't have left that job yeah because it was yeah. so easy and everybody was really fun and i think that's like what holds you in places is like the rapport and the relationships that you build like it made me sad leaving that place and in the last place i was in i fucking i hated the job but i loved the people so i was actually still sad to leave as much as it was yeah, like i'm fucking miserable because of this job it was affecting my mental health and it was affecting the way i worked and i didn't like that i didn't like the fact that it was making me my work ethic change because of the way I was being yeah, treated. Yeah. So I left for all the right reasons, but I was still like fucking bummed out when I left because I had like actual mates. I had like actual people that I cared about in that place, you know? And I think that's really important. Yeah. I think that's that's really important to have in a workplace. Um I don't know where I'm going with this. I think I had somewhere I was going originally, and now it's just died. Bring it home. Come on. You can do this. I believe I'm in you. knock it out of the park here. Are you ready? I don't, I don't know how to play baseball. I'm just swinging my arms around. That's not how you play baseball, <sighs> that's for sure. I mean, I couldn't even play rounders, rounders as a kid. I always missed the ball. 
and I've definitely missed the ball <laughs> on what I was trying to say because I don't know what I was going to say. Okay. I love that. I love when it just disappears from it's, you. I, I, I felt like that was going to be good. That was going to be the feel-good moment that this episode needed. Uh, I know you've fucking ruined <laughs> it, so... I have an actual goldfish memory. I start a point and I, st- I feel amped up about the point that I start and then halfway through what I'm fucking saying, the ending is gone. And then all of a sudden I'm talking about something completely different about like the can of juice that I bought from the shop in the morning. Like I just lose the point entirely and ruin the entire episode. Well, you know what? We're at an hour, so I don't give a fuck. I've ruined the episode at the end, so who cares? Nobody's listening at this point. It's fine. People are going to be so bummed out when they get here and they're just like, oh. <laughs> That was all for nothing. <laughs> yeah, sometimes... Oh, I'm going to try and finish it for you. Sometimes you need a job that makes you feel so shitty about doing it. But you build those nice relationships and friendships that makes you feel good about yourself going in there because you know that you're not the only one going through it. You know? I think you need to come out of that job to realise what you had because you never thought that at the time you were in that job and you were like right I'm walking around this fucking hotel at 3 o'clock in the morning I've just had to chap on this door and tell this boy to stop riding his girlfriend so hard because (laughs) she's fucking screaming (laughs) and the guest next door is complaining actual thing that happened Um, because you're so in that moment that you need to be out of that moment to appreciate it. Cool. Anyway, this has been Dead End Friends. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> Love you loads, man. Love you too, man. <laughs> I'm signing off properly because he will just bail on me, but I need to do all the things. Remember to like things. Remember to follow things. Remember to subscribe to things. Remember to do things. We do love you very much. Gary has still not done the playlist that he promised three weeks ago, but we will get there at some point in life. I love you so much. Speak to you guys next week.